Um, I think a really good day is just when work isn't stressful, when I've completed my school tasks already, and then I just get to spend the whole evening wood burning. Welcome to Peak Pyrography, where we discuss artistry and process with creators in the wood burning and pyrography community. I'm your host, Justine Fetty. I was introduced to wood burning in 2020 and haven't looked back since. Today on the podcast, we have Emily Carter from Embolino. Emily and I found each other on Instagram fairly early on and have been liking and commenting on each other's posts regularly. She's got crazy hustle and is constantly creating while balancing a full-time job outside of wood burning, studying for her master's, and creating costumes for her local theater. This is the first time we've gotten to talk about wood burning face-to-face, and I'm so excited to share it with you. Hey, Emily, welcome to Peak Pirate. Peak Pyrography. I'm so happy to have you on. Hi, thanks so much for having me. Um, I have been following you since I started my Instagram and like your hustle is awesome. I love to like see all the stuff that you put up. You're constantly posting stuff and it's so much fun to see it. So excited to chat with you about your process and how you get do every how you get it all done. Um how how did you get started in wood burning? Um, to be honest, I was just at Michael's one day and I had a thirty dollar gift card, and then the like Walnut Hollow intro to wood burning pen was thirty dollars. So I was like, oh, that's awesome! I might as well pick that up. So that's how I got started, and then I was hooked ever since. And when did you start? How long have you been doing this? I started in, let's see, October of 2021, so a little over a year, yeah. That's exciting, just celebrated that year and... Yeah, exactly, come a long way. And what, so you picked it up at Michael's, and then what keeps you burning, what keeps you doing it, why do you do it? Yeah, honestly, I thought it was just super therapeutic when I started doing it. It. I was I was really bad at it at first but then when I started getting better at it I found that it was like really relaxing um I just do it like at nighttime after work after everything's done for the day and so it's just kind of like a wind down thing for me and then I upgraded my machine a bit and that really just like kept me going a lot because it's a lot that you can practice and learn more with a new machine what did you end up upgrading to? It's the Burnmaster Hawk machine. Oh, cool! Mm-hmm. I haven't I haven't tried that one. Yeah, Is, I act. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Um, I like followed these like big wood burning accounts, so I asked like a few of them what they recommended, and only one of them got back to me but she told me to do um to do the burn master hawk it's it's a really good machine I like it a lot is that a solid nib or a wire nib it's a wire nib those I they like I like those because they heat up really fast and cool down and are you able to save your heat temperature between burns or is it kind of you turn it on and you have to kind of find it again every time um You can save it. I usually, like, try to play around with it each time. But, yeah, it heats up, like, super fast. So you can just save it in between. That's nice. Mm -hmm. That's super nice. Um, 
So your handle, you're on Instagram at Embolina and you're online at Embolina.com, right? Yeah, that's correct. And that's Embolina with two A's. Yes, two A's because Embolina with one A was taken. <laughs> and wh- what made you pick Embolina? Um, honestly, it's from Thumbelina. I'm not sure if you've seen that movie. Yes, that was one of my sister's favorites growing up. Yeah, it was one of my favorites growing up. And since my name's Emily, my siblings would call me Embolina all the time. And they oh, would like perfect. sing the like Embolina song. So yeah, <laughs> I thought it was perfect for a handle. That's awesome. And mm-hmm. you, you have a sister and a brother, right? Yeah, that's correct. They're both older. Yeah. Nice. Mm-hmm. I, I saw an article that you'd uh, written or been interviewed for and you said older sisters are the best and sitting here as an older sister I really appreciate that oh <laughs> it's true you guys are um so you've been burning for a little bit over a year what are some of your favorite pieces that you've done um I have two of them here I don't know if my camera will pick them up well but I have this like snake horn Kind of oh nice it. yeah, yeah I, I really like I can put a I can put them in overlay because you sent me the pictures oh yeah perfect um then the other one I don't think it'll show up but it's a, a lunar moth um that was probably like one of my bigger pieces that I did in the beginning and so or it was like kind of like my first big piece that I did so I really like that one they're beautiful I I love to look at your stuff thank you um, what kind of projects are you working on right now? Um, well, I have a market on February 11th. It's like a shop with the heart Valentine's Day themed market. So I'm doing kind of a lot of Valentine's Day stuff. I'm trying to do like conversation hearts, like the little candies that say like, oh, yeah, hug me and kiss me. Yeah. So I've been doing some of those designs. It is hard getting like a perfect heart each time, I will say, but it's super fun and cute to do those. That's so much fun. So you, I, I know you do a lot of markets. Do you kind of tailor what you're selling at markets to the time of year that you're selling and that kind of stuff? I, yeah, I try to just for like a few pieces. I definitely have like my regular pieces that are like year round and can be good anytime. Um, but for like Halloween, I did like coffin boxes like, like there's in the shape of little coffins um for, for Christmas I did ornaments and so for Valentine's Day I'm doing like heart-shaped things like keychains and boxes and all that oh that's so much fun it's yeah. fun and to do like your regular stuff and then to mix it up with the seasonal yeah it's nice it's it keeps it interesting for sure yeah um how do you decide what you're going to create other than the seasonal stuff? Um, honestly, a lot of my stuff kind of has like a nature influence to it. It's very organic and a lot of floral stuff. So that's usually what I lean towards just because I like that aesthetic. Um, I sometimes I'll do like if I know I have a market coming up, then I'll do things that I know that customers like, um, but I definitely like the like woodland and nature vibes. So I usually go towards that. 
and and those are forgiving too <laughs> i i like nature because it mm-hmm. it's a little forgiving if you're like oh well it's kind of a wonky mushroom it's okay mushrooms exactly. are wonky i think mushrooms are like one of my main things that i do because you can just kind of squiggle it out and then it always looks really good and everyone loves mushrooms <laughs> they're so cute <laughs> so you said that you're burning on your hawk burner what's your favorite nib to use um i really like there's like i don't know what it, it's like a flat wire it's just kind of like an upside down U almost that one for me is the most universal i use it for most of my pieces um it's just it like glides really smooth super easy to use you can also like carve with it if you need to um but then for like writing which I will say I need to get better at like (laughs) writing with biography but they're like the fine tip almost like dot nibs and those ones are really good too do you use the ballpoint one yeah nice I haven't figured that one out yet it's I have one I haven't figured it out yet (laughs) yeah I'm definitely still learning it's like some days I'm like wow this is the best nib ever and then other days I'm like I don't know how I use this ever do you put color on your pieces I don't yet well I have for like a couple pieces but usually I don't um but I I've been seeing that people are using like wood stains sometimes to like fill in their pieces and that seems really interesting so I might look into it but I haven't yet no I saw that you make some dyes of your own. I was wondering if you ever use any of your dyes on your wood, on your burns. I have only twice. So I, I try to make my dyes out of uh, like compost materials. So one of them that I make is from turmeric and I just boil it down in water and it makes it like a really potent dye, like really vibrant. Um, I've tried to paint that onto my wood before. I just find that it, fades in the sun a little bit so I think I need to find like a better sealer or something for that and then yeah, and I also yeah I've, I've done the same thing like with berries I like boil it down get it like super vibrant and it when it goes on it's super nice but it's just letting it last for like years that it won't it probably won't last that long but it looks real good right away yeah, that's, exactly. that's cool. You know, that that's different from acrylics or watercolors. And that's really fun. Yeah, I like it. I, I started the dyes um, on fabrics, like on cotton dyes. And I find that that holds really well. Like things that I've dyed with turmeric haven't faded at all for fabrics. But the wood isn't as porous, I guess. So it doesn't I, I, like, or hold it sucks the dye. it all up. <laughs> Oh, yeah, that's true. It could just suck it all up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What What are your favorite woods to or surfaces to burn on? I really like base wood. It's like super easy to burn. I can the snake that I was showing you is on base wood and it's just like really smooth. Doesn't really catch it's at like all. It's like butter to burn on. It is. Yeah. The first time I burnt on it I was like that's insane like it just it's so easy you can use a really low temperature with it because it just burns so easy 
but yeah, that one's my favorite for sure. Yeah. Awesome. Um, I, I know that you're really conscious of sustainable practices. Where do you, do you source your wood from local places or how do you, how do you find your wood? Yeah, I haven't found any local places near me. Um, but, but I do go on Etsy a lot and see if there are any like sellers who have wood there. But honestly, if someone has like a commission and they need it super fast, then I kind of have to go to Michael's or Joanne's. But I do try to go to Etsy for like most of my wood. But if you know any suppliers, let me know because I'm definitely <laughs> looking for some. Yeah, I I know a couple around here. Well, uh, uh, Aspen Rustic, yeah, Aspen Rustic is in is a Denver based company, and then Walnut Hollow has some really great wood. And I, I'm not sure mm-hmm. I know where they're based. Yeah, I'm not sure either, but they're definitely like the main wood burner company I think yeah or if you're uh, and then it's David and Renee is like their stuff is really nice to burn on and it's just like made for pyrographers oh really I'll have to try that yeah it's it's good stuff um when you're when you're doing your burns what kind of style do you tend to gravitate to like you said you do nature but do you do like the realistic style on that or do you more line drawings um definitely more line drawings or graphic I haven't had too much experience with like realistic drawing I used to be like an awful drawer so like getting to wood burning I had to learn a lot um so but that's the nice thing like if you can trace you can wood burn I, I yeah, can trace. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And then I just, my mom got me an iPad for Christmas so I can like, now I can draw on the iPad and make like my lines super oh, pretty fun. and then trace from that. Yeah. So that helps me with my designs a lot now. Um, but definitely more like I saw you just did one of like line. the dragon emoji and I was wondering yeah. how you got that. Yeah. My friend requested that it was the commission one it was I thought for sure I couldn't do it but of course I agreed to it I was like yeah sure I'll make that for (laughs) you um and I just had yeah I had to like blow up the image really big and trace it but of course like there's no solid photo of an emoji online for some reason so it's like super pixelated yeah (laughs) It was super pixelated, super hard to stencil. So it definitely took some like look like I had to look at other pictures of dragons to fill in the spots that I couldn't figure out. And like that's how I learned that dragons can have like three claws or four claws, depending on the species <laughs> of dragon. So like a lot of research went into that one. But yeah, I just had to it took me a long time to draw it. it took a couple weeks for sure. That's so cool. I've never even thought of like turning emojis into wood burns it's fantastic yeah that was a fun one for sure and now I'm like looking at what other ones I should do yeah that's cool and I think I saw that you like to do research on your on your burns and find out like the three or four claws and uh, how many feathers a hummingbird has yeah I try even though I don't tend to do like realistic drawings I do try to have at least 
at least look into what it's supposed to look like and get as close to it as possible. It's still maybe a little more like whimsical than it is realistic, but at least, I don't know, I just like to research and find out more about it when I, before I do it. Awesome. Does Embolina keep you busy full time? Is it kind of a side hustle for you? Right now, it's just a side hustle. I would love for it to be full time. Um, but I do have a full time job. I work for a construction company doing energy analysis. And then I'm also in my master's right now for environmental policy. So wood burner, wood burning is kind of like my at the end of the day, if I have time thing right now. I understand that I've, I work full time as a civil engineer. And then this is my fun. This is yeah. my relaxing. Exactly. We all need that like really fun hobby. If we did it full time, maybe we wouldn't like it so much. I don't know. <laughs> maybe it's, it's a nice change of pace though, from like all the numbers and like black and white. And then all of a sudden I, mm -hmm. it, it can be whatever I want it to be. Like that's so yeah. fun to do. Yeah. There's so much creativity behind it. I don't know. Work and school can be so like, demanding but very like straightforward and then wood burning you can just kind of do whatever you want with it it's so much fun so your online presence you're on instagram and you've got your website mm -hmm. and um how much time do you have to spend managing your online presence versus like getting to burn or do a, or go to markets or other things like that yeah i I've noticed as I'm picking this up that Instagram like requires a lot of your time. Like if you want your posts to be seen, if you want other people to see you, you have to kind of be on it more often. Um, so that's kind of been a struggle for me to like learn that. But I do try to post. Especially like, working a full-time job. You're like, I, I got to be working. I can't yeah. be posting. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I try to post maybe every like three or four days now it used to be every other day and that was like insane I can't keep up with that I know that doesn't sound like a yeah. lot but I it don't know. is though you don't you don't want to be a slave to the algorithm yeah exactly and I like during 2020 like I had deleted my Instagram so I wasn't even on like during the pandemic I just felt like I was on social media too much then I deleted it so that I wasn't on it anymore so now that I'm like back on it I feel like again that I'm on it too much and it's like <laughs> just crazy like I I don't know I don't want to be on my phone all the time like on Instagram going through my pictures and stuff but I, I mean the good part of it is that like this is how I met you and like other wood burners so there is a positive to it for sure I think it's great if you can find those little like niches of community, but there are definitely times when you're like, this is just too much. I, I got off Facebook during the pandemic and I have not gone back on Facebook unless I needed something like off the marketplace or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I just needed a break from that one. Yeah, exactly. But there definitely are good things about it too. I will say. It's nice to find those little corners of community and then you can just like take a break. And if you come back and your reach is whatever, it's fine. I mean, we'll just move on. Right. 
Yeah, exactly. It'll come back. And the people who care will keep following and keep liking. That's true. Yeah. At the end of the day, we're all just doing our art. So, like, the number of likes don't matter. Exactly. But you can put it up there. And then when you meet someone, you're like, I would burn. Check out my feed. Yeah. And that's fun to do that in person, even if they're not, you know, liking every picture. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. I find that with my coworkers all the time. (laughs) They're like the nerdy engineers and they're like, wait, you, you would burn. What does that even mean? Oh, they're super sweet. I I work with good people. Oh, that's good. Yeah. My coworkers, like if we have a new team member or something and we have to kind of do like our, our spiel about ourselves and say our hobbies, whenever I say like wood burning or pyrography, they're always like, what is that? Like, what is that even? <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I, I've noticed even at markets, like it's harder to find like other people who do wood burning, but then online there definitely is a big community and it just kind of feels like we all know each other. Yeah. It's spread out, but then yeah, you get online and it feels a lot closer. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um. So what, what big things do you have coming up right now? Um, right now, I have a market coming up. It's my only one scheduled right now. Um, it's February 11th. And then I'm also looking to put my some of my items in a store. So there's a store called Adore Boutique. And they're just in a few malls around where I live in San Diego. Um, so they reached out to me to maybe put some items there and I'm trying to get that set up by the 15th. So hopefully that's coming. Oh, soon. nice. Yeah. That's, that's fun that they reached out to you. Yeah. And they reached out through Instagram. So there are definitely good things about it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's cool. Um, what do you, um, when you're burning, what's happening in the background? So my, wood burning station is like facing away from the tv in a little corner but usually my mom and sister are watching tv in the background or there's music playing um we're kind of a big harry potter house so sometimes we'll listen to the audiobooks while i'm wood burning or sometimes if i have to get like schoolwork done then i'll just listen to my lectures but there's always something not as much fun but yeah, not as much fun, but I'm usually just like kind of facing my little corner, but always listening to something. That's cool. Well, let's take a real quick break here and um, we'll be right back. Okay, sounds great. All right, well, welcome back. All right, so Emily, are there there are days that are good days and bad days with wood burning, or maybe with just life in general? Uh, what do you take from your what's what's a really good day look like for you? Um, I think a really good day is just when work isn't stressful, when I've completed my school tasks already, and then I just get to spend the whole evening wood burning. I know that sounds like maybe a little boring, but it's Not just nice all. to <laughs> it's nice to have like a few hours 
hours of the day just dedicated to wood burning instead of like trying to rush everything so that I can have like an like one single hour at the end of the day. So when I have extra time, I can just relax with it, take my time with everything. And that's kind of like what my best day looks like. And what do what do not so good days look like for you? Um, I guess just when everything kind of happens all at once, like if work is super busy and then school is super busy and if I have a market coming up, which like happened a lot last fall, I, I signed up for like way too many markets, um, <laughs> which I love doing, but it is hard to balance like that work, school and hobby life. Um, so that just when everything is like really busy and I'm feeling really rushed and stressed, that definitely gets to me. <laughs> are, are there things you're able to take from your good days and bring into your bad days to help you get through those like stressful moments? Well, I think like on my bad days, I'm kind of like, well, or if I get like past this busy season, then I get to relax type of thing. And like, I just remember how nice it is to have that extra free time. So that kind of is what gets me through. Or sometimes I'll be like, well, I made it through this really stressful day. So who says I can't make it through this another stressful day? So, <laughs> which I know probably, maybe that's not the best, but if you can make it through once, you can make it through again. I Sometimes that's all you have to get through the next yeah. one. I, I, I made it. I'm still alive today. So exactly. Made it. <laughs> exactly what do you do to unwind do you do pyrography is there anything else you do till in the evenings to like relax and um kind of bring your energy back yeah sometimes I do sewing that's another hobby of mine um so I do like embroidery or also I try to like sew my own clothes and stuff that's definitely relaxing yeah, I haven't That's made so cool. Many, yeah, I haven't made too many pieces, but I'm trying to make more of them. Um, I've made like a few shirts and dresses and things like that. So just trying to learn a new hobby sometimes kind of calms me down, relaxes me. And then embroidery is definitely like probably just as relaxing as wood burning. You can just sit there and cross stitch for hours. It's great. <laughs> And I saw that you did, um, you made costumes for a local production. Yeah, the Wiz. Yeah, exactly. Um, so I've been doing costume design maybe for like two years now, a little over oh, a year. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. Um, my sister actually, I started costume design because my sister like produced her own ballet, so I helped her with the costumes for that. She designed the costumes, but then I helped her, like, sew everything. Um, and then for The Wiz, I got to do costume creating and design for Teatro San Diego. And that was a lot of fun because I don't know if you've seen The Wiz, but a lot of the costumes are kind of more extravagant and, like, a little, like, there go- there's a lot that goes into building the costumes for that. So it was a lot of fun. And- and then I'm actually doing costume design for another play right now. Um, it's called Ripped, and it's for a Loud Fridge Theater group. And 
they're in their last show weekend this weekend, but I got to do costume design for that too. Oh, that's so fun. Mm -hmm. Theater is amazing. (laughs) Yeah. I, I'm really, I grew up doing ballet and then as I'm getting older, I've been like touching the theater scene. And even though it's like kind of a lot different from ballet, it's a whole new world and it's super exciting. That's so fun. That's so cool. Um, and so, th- so that's kind of what you do to unwind you pyrography, embroidery, costume design. I mean, with school and work, you're doing it all right now. Yeah, it, it definitely feels like a lot, but I've kind of always been like that where I like to have multiple hobbies going on with my responsibilities too. Cool. Well, let's take, let's switch gears here a little bit and go into the speed round. So there's two versions of this. Um, One you is, I'm going to ask you about being on a deserted Island and then the other one will be more of a surprise for you. So as a pyrographer, if you were on a deserted Island and you were allowed to have one type of wood, one wood burner, one nib, and then one extra item for pyrography, what would those be? So we can start with what kind of wood would it be? Probably base wood. Yeah. So nice. And what burner would you be using? I think the same one I have. I'm used to it. It's reliable. I think the Burnmaster Hawk. Yeah. Yeah. The best burner is the one that you have. Always. Mm -hmm. (laughs) um which nib would you be using probably the flat like u wire nib it's pretty universal I think I could draw a lot with that (laughs) yeah (laughs) can make most of your stuff with it and then just change the temperature and you got shading done too exactly (laughs) yeah and then what's one extra pyrography or one extra item you would have with you on the island um I'm tempted to say like a pencil that has an eraser attached to it that I can draw <laughs> on my base wood and before I start burning I've never been good at like freehand or anything I have to draw it out first agreed freehand's pretty scary <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah all right so are you ready for our Uh, the 10 silly questions that I've got here. Okay. I'm ready. Okay. Would you rather go hiking or running? Hiking. What was your last Halloween costume? I was Hermione at the Yule ball, but the book version. So it was a blue dress instead of the pink dress. And I made it myself. Yes. Even better. (laughs) I was, I was going to ask you that too. Yeah. Um, have you ever worn socks with sandals? No, I'm not a shoebie. <laughs> Do you prefer dawn or dusk? Um, dusk. Would you rather cuddle a baby panda or a baby penguin? Oh, that's a hard one. <laughs> Um, I'm going to say a panda because of their fur. I think they'll be nice and warm. Nice and cozy. Mm-hmm. Uh, what, 
What's your favorite type of cheese? Oh, okay. This is an even harder one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say brie. I love melty, ooey gooey brie cheese. Yes. Um, what object do you misplace the most? Oh, um, that's a good question. I like, I know the most obvious ones are probably like phone keys, wallets, but I think I always <laughs> know where that is. Maybe my AirPods, actually. I have them today, but yeah, my AirPods. They're hard to keep track of. They're so little. Yeah. Even I'll put them back in the case, but then who knows where the case is? <laughs> yes, especially because women's clothes don't come with pockets. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I hope all of the ones you make do. Yes, I have learned how to put pockets into things. So <laughs> I've been doing that. Um, what, which animals add more joy to the world? Squirrels or llamas? Oh. Mm, I'm going to say llamas because I think there are more like puns that you can make with llama too. <laughs> and I think that's like an additional joy. But it's a close tie. For sure. <laughs> My kids have a book about how to charm a llama. It's pretty cute. Aww. Um, pick one Broadway soundtrack to listen to for the rest of your life. Oh, that's a good question. Or, yeah. Maybe. Hmm. Honestly, like Broadway's The Lion King. I got. That's a good one. Yeah. I got to see it in Vegas, like when I was like 13 or like too young to appreciate it. But yeah, looking back, definitely good music in that one. Yeah. And it has some fun songs that don't make that weren't in the movie. Yeah, exactly. A good one. And then last one. What's your Harry Potter house? Oh, I'm a Gryffindor. I know it. For yeah. sure. <laughs> I always wish I was a Ravenclaw. I do, but I take the tests like years apart and I continuously get or consistently get Gryffindors. So, yeah. <laughs> Th then it must be. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Um. So the big the big things that you've got coming up, you have, a, you've got your market on the 11th, which will be over by the time this posts. Mm -hmm. And then what else, do you have anything else on the horizon? Any other journeys we can follow you on? Um, aside from biography, I am graduating from my master's in June. So that's big for me. Oh, and what are you studying? Environmental policy and management. Oh, wow. That's so cool. Yeah, I'm learning a lot. It's great, but I'm also ready for graduation. So we're almost there. I bet. I bet. Yeah. A master's is a lot of work. Yeah. Um, but other than that, I hope to do more markets and hopefully get my items into a shop. Um, and then I should probably, I also want to like update my website and be more dedicated to that too. 
Awesome. Well, thank you, Emily, so much for coming on today. It was so wonderful to chat with you, especially since I met you on Instagram. And now I've gotten to have the conversation with you. It's been so much fun. Yeah, thank you so much. It's really great talking to you. And I appreciate all your support online, too. Thanks for tuning in and a special thank you to Emily Carter of Emblina. I loved getting to hear about her creative process. Next episode will be a special bonus episode where I chat with the creator outside of wood burning. I'll be talking with Katie and Cameron Fetty who designed ultralight outdoor gear in New Zealand from their live-in van or converted barn apartment. Peak Pyrography is produced by Fetty Studios and Justine Fetty. Our producer and sound engineer is Kevin Fetty. If you enjoyed today's episode, please like and subscribe on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. You can share your comments on today's podcast or suggestions for the future on Instagram at peak underscore pyro or via email at peakpyrography at gmail.com. That's P-E-A-K-P-Y-R-O-G-R-A-P-H-Y at gmail.com. Until next time, keep creating. I can't wait to see what you make next.